Joining us now, he is the director of golf and the assistant GM at the Country Club of Houston, hosting the Houston Open. Coming up, Reese McCall joins us. Reese, welcome into the golf shop. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So uh, this is a new experience. Usually uh, you guys in the Houston <laughs> Open were kind of, uh, you know, in the in the springtime. And now you got uh, fall in the, one of the first couple events of the wraparound season. So uh, how's it going down there? Are we ready? We're ready. I'll tell you, it's, uh, it is, like I said, different. Uh, it's our 17th year hosting the tour event here at the Golf Club of Houston. So uh, we're familiar with that, but uh, never had it in the fall. So it's definitely a little bit of a different experience for us here. Yeah, so uh, what would be different from a course, uh, I guess, from, you know, we, we know grass grows differently over the summer versus uh, rolling out in the spring. So uh, how, how would a golf course play different this time of the year than it would uh, ordinarily when uh, we had the other time frame? Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm really excited to see how the guys, uh, the test of golf that it really is for these guys. You know, typically, uh, we've historically been the week before the Masters, and so we've done everything we can to mimic the conditions uh, that the guys are going to see the following week out at Augusta. Um, we've, over, we've done a full overseed wall-to-wall. Uh, the rough has only been mowed an inch and a quarter, which in uh, winter rye is really not rough at all. Um, and so we've seen some pretty low scores out here. Uh, with the change into the fall, uh, we're not able to overseed. We can't get that uh, rye established uh, this time of year already. Uh, so it's a full Bermuda golf course. Um, I'm really excited. The rough is going to be uh, two and a half to three inches. Uh, so we're going to see some guys struggle a little bit out there possibly. Uh, a lot of the collection areas, we've always mimicked uh, kind of the rolling mounds of Augusta and had a lot of uh, shade-down collection areas around the greens. Those are all growing up to rough height now. Uh, so it's going to provide a whole different test for the guys than what they've seen in years past. Yeah, and, it, you know, I think one of the things, too, when you look at is uh, talk a little bit about the finish out at uh, Golf Club of Houston. Uh, obviously, the 18th with uh, water all down the left-hand side. You got a very strong, uh, long 17th hole, uh, par 3 at 16, 15's a long par 5. I mean, you guys got a pretty good finish. We got a really good test of golf uh, all the way across. But coming home is, is awesome. Uh, 15, 600-yard par 5, slight dog leg left. Uh, good challenging uh, par five is no easy birdie on that hole right there. Uh, the really kind of home stretch, 16, 17, 18, is really where a lot of the excitement happens. Uh, obviously, the big grandstand surrounding it. Uh, we've got a new group this year running the tournament with the Astros Golf Foundation. Uh, so they've done some different things than we've had out here in years past, but a great par three at 16. Like I said, a long, hard par four and 17. And then 18, uh, nicknamed the ball washer. We've got uh, <laughs> over 500 balls in that uh, lake from the pros alone in the last uh, 13 years there. Um, and it's a good, challenging par four uh, that we saw uh, Ian Poulter make about a 20-foot birdie last year to uh, to clinch a playoff spot uh, against Bill Hostler and then go on to win for his ticket to Augusta. So it's a, it's a great test of golf. Reese, the uh, the Houston Open is always it's a who's who uh, as far as the the great players that have won in Houston. I mean, if you go all the way back into the seventies, you're talking about you know Gary Player and Curtis Strange won three times, and Raymond Floyd and Corey Pavin and Curtis again, and you know on down to VJ winning three times. The the mysterious person missing is Jack Nicklaus, which I found <laughs> I found pretty interesting since Palmer had won and and you know and Gary Player, like I mentioned. Um, how, how is this field shaping up um, for for 2019? You know, we uh, we got the list last night. Uh, we got a good field, a good young field this year. Um, you know, with the wraparound season, uh, we're going up against uh, the, the tournament over in Korea the following week. Right. So a lot of big guys are kind of heading over early for that. Uh, Hendrick Stenson will be in the field. Keegan Bradley, uh, Cole Hammer, uh, amateur here, uh, University Texas of Texas, boy, right? In yeah. the field. 
Uh, so we've got a really good young uh, group. We've got Cameron Champ and, and a bunch of a bunch of young guys, uh, newer guys, and those uh, graduates from the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, but we're we're excited. There's there's one name in particular that we're really excited for, uh, probably unknown to those out there. His name's Michael Paris. Uh, he graduated from University of Houston, which uh, is we're the home of the University of Houston men's and women's golf team. So this has been his home course the last four years. He actually worked with us uh, last year after he graduated. He's been playing over in China, and uh, he just got the last sponsor's exemption spot. And so we're, uh, he's got a lot of hometown people cheering for him, too. Yeah, that's going to be uh, it's going to be good and bad. I mean, obviously, there's a ton of pressure because <laughs> you're going to be the homeboy. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's got to feel great to, to give that opportunity to, 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 you know, hopefully an up-and-coming player. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're all excited. A lot, lot of Texas ties, uh, you know, in the field this week, so... Uh, there'll be a lot of people rooting for for a whole bunch of local guys. It'll be fun. So, uh, you know, we, we talked about the last four holes on the golf course. If people aren't as familiar with uh, Golf Club of Houston, uh, you know, give us kind of a, a feel for where we might see some of the action. I mean, obviously, you, you talked about the uh, the ball washer on 18. Are, are there some other holes that, uh, could, that could play a factor in this, uh, maybe that we might not get to see on TV or that we might not pay as much attention to, uh, and, and also places where uh, these guys might struggle or where they might make a lot of birdies and eagles? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, front nine is, is a great front nine. You'll see some action out there. Uh, five is probably the hardest golf co- uh, hole that we have on the golf course. Uh, stretches out to uh, about 500 yards from the back tees. Uh, water uh, hugging up the left side uh, to a really undulated green. So five is one where you see some guys struggle. Uh, kind of on the front nine a little bit, five and six. Uh, as you make the turn, uh, 10 and 12 are two great par fours. Uh, depending on where they set the tees as, they short par fours, but some risk-reward that we may see some guys going for the green off the tee. Um, 12 has got some water up the uh, right-hand side, uh, which we've seen a fair amount of balls in there as well. Uh, but the guys that go for it, it's fairly open right in front of the green. You can kind of run it up there uh, to, a, to a skinny green. Uh, but we've seen some twos and quite a few threes out there also. That kind of kickstarts the back nine for those guys making the charge. All right, so when we talk about uh, the golf course as a whole, you know, we, we, we know that generally it seems like, you know, whoever makes the most putts is going to win the win the golf tournament. But is this more of a uh, position off the tee? Can you Does length matter? Is it a second-shot golf course? Is it a positional to the green? Uh, is it short game kind of guy? What, what might be the key factor uh, that we look at in terms of who might be favored? You know, I think this week, I think you're looking at probably a short game guy. Uh, you know, like I said, with the roughs uh, being two and a half, three inches uh, in the past, you know, it's kind of been a little bit more open where guys can kind of bomb it off the tee. And if they're, uh, if they're a little left, little right, it hasn't killed them. Uh, I think that uh, you're going to see them struggle a little bit more there, but particularly around the greens, too, where you don't have those nice little collection areas, uh, tight lie for them to really get some good spin off of that. Uh, I think that's where you're going to see kind of the difference this year and years past and what we're seeing out here. All right, so uh, Ian Poulter, you said last year, uh, 269. year before that was Russell Henley, 268. Uh, where do you think the numbers are going to fall come Sunday? You know, I'm thinking we're going to be somewhere between the uh, the 12 and 14 under range. That's what I'm thinking uh, we're going to see based off the conditions that we got out here right now. Um, I don't think we're going to get quite to 20, which would be a tournament record for us. I think we're going to see a little bit higher scores, but I think somewhere between that 12 and 14 is where we're going to land at. Excellent. Well, Reese, man, we always appreciate uh, you know you guys hopping on with us and, and breaking it down for us. Have a great week out there, and we'll be watching. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks for the time, guys. Thank you, Reese. Right. Thanks a lot. That's Reese.